Hi, you're listening to the Build Your Digital Community Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Barkold, the co-founder and co-CEO of The Social Snippet, a social media agency focused on business owners growing their digital communities. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things digital community building so that you can grow your network and ultimately your business. Hey everyone, I am so excited to welcome you to this episode, which is called why we use the term community and not following so that I can break down one of the biggest secrets to social media success that you already have with you. So you are already experiencing social media success, whether you've got five followers or 50,000. And I'm going to tell you why and explain to you why we think of things as community rather than following. And so the reason why I'm starting with this episode, or this is so important to me, is because it is so common for us to do discovery calls with new clients or have conversations with people where they are so discouraged about their following, right? I have met people who have 25,000 people who are discouraged with their following, and I have people who are starting brand new Instagram accounts or Facebook accounts or LinkedIn accounts, and they're discouraged with their following. And why I think it's so important for us to be working on our mindset around social media is because those numbers are such vanity metrics that they don't really mean much and they can cause us so much stress. So I know a lot of people when, you know, we're working on Instagram engagement or we're doing anything like that, they're, they're really obsessed with the number growing, right? It's, Oh, I, you know, I have a thousand followers. I want 1200 followers. I want 2000 followers. And There is definitely something to be said for wanting more people and more eyes on your stuff, right? Like we definitely want to be showing up more, being seen by more people, having more people listen to our message, but it can't be at the cost of our actual business. And so unless you're running a social media business or a content creation business, like we are, social media for sure is not your number one priority. Sales is. And as it should be, and which is why when we're working with our clients, we're like, leave this to us, right? Leave these things to us and let us take care of it. And you do what you do best. So whether that's selling a product online or running your brick and mortar, whatever that looks like, we're here for. So we do the rest. And so the reason for that is because we're so into social media. We love it. And that's why we've built our business around it. But we know that so many business owners have so much fear around what social media can hold for them. And so much fear that in fact, often we see people experience like paralysis about it, right? Where they don't do anything. They might not post for six months, eight months, a year, three years, because they're so scared of doing the wrong thing. And so why I want to talk about followers today is because I think that this is the biggest barrier for people when they're starting their online business is that they think that followers equals customers. I'm going to tell you right now, followers does not equal customers. And we have had people that we know have huge followings, huge followings that end up with bankrupt businesses. And it has no correlation. Like, of course, numbers are great because you have your your audience and people, more eyes are on you. But we want to make sure that what we're actually talking about is engaged community members. So if you have a following of 5,000 people and you, you put out an offer and nobody buys it, do you have a good following? I would say no. If you have a following of 500 people and 5% of your list buys it or, or of, your, of your following buys it, do you have a good following? I would say yes. 
And so we want to talk about the difference there. So the reason that we focus on building a digital community rather than talking about like growing your following to 10K or 20K or 50K is because you want engaged followers who are excited about what you're doing. So in my previous business, I used to be a personal development coach. I still do some coaching on the side. Um, I would have a lot of success in, on Instagram. Uh, I would have multiple five-figure months where I would sell, uh, you know, little courses, masterminds. I did a year-long mastermind, low ticket. I did super low ticket workshops. I did book clubs. I did tons of those kinds of things. And they brought me so much joy. I can't tell you enough how much I learned in that time. And why I love, 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 love it is because it was such an amazing opportunity to see how a community was built. So it was the same people showing up to all of my masterminds. It was the same people who were buying all of my tickets for everything. It was the same people who were, who were showing up for me over and over. The number just grew. So I was building a loyal customer base, right? Which is what you want to be doing online. I have over 3,000 followers on Instagram. If I were to relaunch my business tomorrow and you know start publicly doing workshops, I do not think 3,000 people are going to buy from me. So I need to think about who is in my actual community and who are people that are going to buy from me that are actually community members, not just followers. So as I said, followers are a vanity metric. And so people can just as easily buy followers as they can do anything else. And I would never recommend buying followers. So if you're in a pinch and you're having trouble growing your Instagram, it's cheap to buy followers and your results will be cheap in return right? You'll have a low engagement rate. Um, you know, yeah, it adds maybe some credibility, but um, it's not organic and you're not getting customers out of that. So what I would really, you know, call you to think about is like, who is your community? And your community is not just that number on Instagram. There's Instagram, there's LinkedIn, there's your email list, there's Facebook, there's TikTok, there's followers on Pinterest, right? So Whatever you are doing to generate excitement and you are doing to generate leads, like on all forms of social media, that is your community. So that being said, if you added up all of those numbers, I think you'd be surprised by the outcome of how many people you have that are, are following you, right? Like we are so tied up on Instagram. So when I did this activity, I recently did this because we were uh, in an affiliate partnership. We did an affiliate partnership for a scheduling app that we love for later. And we were lucky enough to be selected as later partners. And they asked the question in such a smart way is they asked like, what is your, you know, your full audience? And I went to my Instagram and I was like, oh, like, you know, I have 3,300 followers. Maria has over 5,000. Uh, and then also our, like our social snap pages, but 1,600 followers. So like, that's like pretty good if we add those numbers. And then I looked and I was like, actually, I have over 2000 connections on LinkedIn, right? I, you know, my, my, my TikTok's growing, my Pinterest views are growing. Like I have, you know, a thousand Facebook friends. I have 500 people that have like this page, you know, and I started to think about all of these people. Right. And so I asked myself, and this is something I tell all of our coaching clients when we do any social media coaching, which is that if you had all of these people in a room, is that something you would be happy with? So if you had 50 people at an event where you got to talk about whatever you were, you know, your niche is, would you be excited about that? So even though our followers are not all in it for our own niche, that's what we need to be focusing on is pouring into these people who are there so that they become community members. 
So we're not obsessed with how do we grow? How do we grow? How do we grow? Which, you know, we'll talk more about later and I'll give you all our tips on growth, but we're actually obsessed with pouring into our people so that they're resharing our value. They're continuing to talk about our message. They're helping us move the needle forward. So for example, if I'm posting content that I'm really happy with, which often is the case, you know, my hope is that someone's reposting it. And I'll give you an amazing example. So I went to an awesome mastermind in Arizona. Maria and I went together in April and we met up with this incredible realtor. Uh, His name is Jason. Jason's awesome. And Jason has so much energy and he is killing it on social. Jason recently reposted a reel that I had posted. And he reposted this reel. I wrote, Christina is somebody that I learn a lot from in social media and tagged the social snippet. We had an increase of about 10 followers. It's 10 followers moving the needle on our business. Not necessarily, but you never know where these things end up, right? So someone might follow me and be like, that's interesting. I I like social media, but I, I don't know that much about it. They might follow it and they might, hey, I actually might need a social media manager. Or I just was talking to somebody who needs a social media manager. I'd love to make a warm referral. So those are the things to kind of keep in mind is you just really never know where anything's going to go when you're posting it. And so just pouring into your community is a great way for you to be getting some of that growth, even if you don't see it that way. The other thing, and it's a small tip, and it's probably something if you're in the online world you've heard before, is that ideally you're really funneling followers into an email list. And so the reason for that is because, you know, Instagram could shut down tomorrow. I saw a hilarious TikTok today that was a social media manager. And she was like, here I am like worried because I just remembered what happened to MySpace. And like, yeah, fair enough. But when you have people's email lists, like emails are consistent. Yes. Can people unsubscribe? For sure. We have people unsubscribe from our emails all the time. And I say good riddance. Often email platforms, not the one we use Flowdesk, but often email platforms, you pay for the amount that you have. But for us, it's like, why would we want our engagement rate, our open rate to be lower? Because these people are just deleting our emails. If you're not happy receiving our emails, please unsubscribe. Like I'm I'm all for that. And you should have the same attitude. You want to be bringing in hot leads right to your email. And so what are some really cool ways to do that is like just continuing to show up in your stories and talking about your opt-ins. So you'll hear us talk about opt-ins all the time, but like things like opt-ins, freebies, ways that you're collecting your email list. And we have a, a, a relatively small email list. We've only really been growing it since January. What we recently did is we recently did a freebie that was focused around story starters, right? Everyone gets on stories and they have no idea what to talk about and they're worried about it. So what if we made a freebie that gave someone a calendar, which we did, a calendar of story starters. And I'll, I'll link that in the show notes for, for anybody who's interested. And so that was a super easy way for somebody to, you know, have an opt-in and like, you know, opt into our email list. The second is we offer a consistent email. And so our consistent email is called the weekly snippet. And it's a weekly email where we round up social media advice. And often we're able to plug a few things that we're doing in there and we're building no like and trust with our clients. It is extremely uncommon for us to send out one of those emails and not get some responses. Even if they're small responses like, oh, that's so interesting, or I'm going to try that. And we have people reference these emails to us all the time. Like, I love this email. Here's something that I learned or I look forward to. And it takes us no work. We're emailing all of these things all the time to other clients. We're listening to podcasts all the time. We're always keeping up on the latest trends. So it takes me probably about 15 minutes a week, but the return is so high. 
So what's something in your niche that you could be providing to your email list? And then once you have them opt in, how do you provide them such high value? And I'll talk about this in another episode as well, but you know, a lot of people get scared about offering value. And we're not those people. Like if you, if you know us, we're not those people. And it's because I could literally sit down with someone and I don't, but if I could sit down with someone and help them build a bomb Instagram strategy in probably 30 minutes, right? In 30 minutes, I can be like, why do you try this? You know, you go do this, do that, do that. And often I'll provide free advice. You'll hear me, you know, send somebody a DM or um, you'll see me like, you know, send someone an email saying, hey, I saw this and, you know, best practice on, on social media is this, something for you to try. I'm so happy to do that. Unpaid advice all the time. But it's because I'm not afraid to pour into my community because I'm not worried that if I pour too much, they won't buy. And I think we need to reframe the thought of like, when we're pouring into our community in such a big way, they're like, oh God, I get this for free. Imagine what I'll get when I pay for it. Imagine the way that the social steps can pour into me when, you know, I I do my 90 minute consult, if they're pouring into me in this way in the DMs right? That's the way that I want to think about it. And we always try to over-deliver in our 90-minute consults and over-deliver with our clients because that's important to us because we want them to be successful. I love these people's businesses the way I love my business. So that's important is think about how you can provide such high value to people, you know, using an email opt-in and, you know, funneling people from Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Facebook, LinkedIn, right to your email it seems easy enough, right? And sometimes it's just hard for people to even think about what the opt-in would be. And we actually had a great conversation about this with a client last week. And it's often something that's so simple and easy for you that's complicated for other people, right? So to me, Instagram is quite easy. Selling on Instagram is is quite simple. Uh, And using stories to do so is, is the easiest way to do it. That is not everyone's reality. Not everyone agrees with us. And that's okay, right? So fair enough. So you want to find stuff that works for you and that is in your niche and that you could provide high value with and then build an email sequence around it. We love Flowdesk for that. And I'll, I'll leave a code in, in the show notes, but we love Flowdesk for that because the emails look bomb. They're super easy to put together. And I've written email sequences and popped up freebies super quickly and see how your freebies perform. But really the whole idea behind that is like you're serving that community. And if you have, you know, right now we're, we're close to 1700 followers. I posted a freebie last week that about 40 people joined. So 40 people were waiting for that. And, and I'm sure we have an audience that's much larger and much more excited about what we're doing, but 40 people were amped about that. So I know that these people are starting to think about social media, right? They're excited about showing up in stories. They're interested in what we're doing. They might be someone who might purchase from us a workshop or a course or something like that. So now I know, but if I didn't have a freebie, I would have no idea how many people I would have that are really engaged in what I'm doing. And another way for you to track some of that is about DMs, right? Like think about when you're posting things in your stories, like are people responding? And a great way to do that, I always tell people is like a little best kept secret. It's like things like this or that in your stories. And so for example, I I like we're a social media business. So we might do this or that. That's like Facebook or Instagram, LinkedIn or Pinterest, like podcast or like meditation, like, you know, and have people vote. And that's a great way for you to see if people are seeing your stories, you know, if they're actively engaging. Um, I used to do those and I would get like over 200 like votes on my personal Instagram. 
And I was like, whoa, like, this is so great. Like these are engaged people who are like excited about participating. So this is a great way for you to start to think about, you know, thinking about pouring into your community and not obsessing over the follower number because the follower number, yes, it will come. I promise. If you put in consistent effort, if you do the right things, you know, follow some of our advice. If you have questions, please reach out. But what really matters is that you're pouring into your community because those people are going to be your biggest fans. And they're the people that are going to not only buy from you, but they're going to tell their friends to buy from you too. And I don't care what anyone says. I am old school built business. And I truly believe that word of mouth is the most powerful way to make sales. So yes, Instagram stories are awesome. Yes. Instagram followers are great. TikTok followers are great. And people have great success, including us. We've built multi six figure business, mostly using Instagram, but I would say mostly Instagram and huge amounts of pouring into the people that we are working with. And we know, so if you're taking anything away from this, my hope is that you're taking away some thoughts around leaving the idea of growing your following and thinking more about growing your community. Drop me a DM with your thoughts on this. And I can't wait to see you grow your community.